went to an Alabama strip club. (laughs) Wow. This is honestly, it it just goes from bad to worse. he went to Mississippi. Wow. To meet up an old marine buddy. Oh, I thought he was going to say an old stripper. (laughs) (laughs) Would not surprise me. But no, yeah, he did. Um, He was like very apologetic about me living in the South. He's like, I'm so sorry you live in the Bible Belt. Yeah, it's a it's a tough it's a he tough was like way to live. Why the fuck are there so many WalMarts down here? And I'm like, birthplace of fucking Walmart, Arkansas. Yeah, at least they're nice WalMarts. Sometimes Jacksonville Walmart is. It's actually uh, nicer than some of the WalMarts in Ohio. I'm gonna, do you hear that? Whoa! It's angry. Is that your poop? Probably. Oh, okay. I mean, not yet. It's gonna it's be. The, it's the transformation of food into poo. That's it's the, the sound. Oh. Oh. Hey. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. A minute something in. Welcome. Hey. Sorry. Didn't see you there. Um. This is doing crime. That's cat over there. And I'm here with the spokeswoman for life after porn, Amelie. <laughs> Also, speaking of straighten which, straighten your back. <laughs> did I tell you? Um, you watch porn? No, but I'm oh. thinking about getting Botox. Like, <gasps> seriously considering it. Oh my god! Seriously, I want... I'm gonna get rid of my um, RBF. Okay, your resting bitch face. Yeah, this right here. Or your your relaxed bison follicles. Whatever the fuck this shit is between my eyebrows that makes me look like it's I'm like a, scowling all the time. It's a scowl line. Yeah, that's what I call it. I want to get. Botox, like just Where? on the corner of my eyes and in my smile lines because my smile lines are like. Oh my really god, deep. I don't even see them. But like, not a lot, like just enough. Wait ten years and then do it. And then I want to get, I want to get Juvederm, like in my top lip. What's that? It's not Juvederm. It's like, it's. I'm pretty sure it's like salicylic or like hyaluronic acid or something. Oh, it's an, thanks for clearing that up. No, now I get it. But, <laughs> but it's um, it's just something to like plump, and it's a preventative. And also, when I smile, you can't see my top lip. You know, since I've been drinking a gallon of water a day, my lips have become more plump. That's good. Yeah. Now that, <laughs> now that. I need some DSLs now that uh, Blake's coming back from business. <laughs> you, He's like, what happened? I'm like, like, I don't know, man. You have eight days left and you all, like, you just rush all these procedures <laughs> and he comes home and you look like, like a corpse bride. You look like a fish woman. And he's like, dear God. I just get my teeth whitened, just, which you can't, you can't even hardly tell. I can I can tell. Well, I should have taken before and after pictures. They look really good. Thanks. Amelie, I quit smoking. Amelie has Not such that I've an ever Im- smoked before. Never. <laughs> so it was really easy to quit. Yeah, it was so easy. <laughs> you just woke up one morning. You were like, "I'm just never gonna smoke." <laughs> and then I just started like posting about it, so people would pat me on the back. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. It's like I woke up the other morning and was like, I'm never going to do heroin. <laughs> and then I started. You're like, I'm 22 years yeah, heroin. Yeah, 22. Free. I just go buy one of like the <laughs> AA coins. Isn't there NA? Like, yeah, narcotics? there's NA. Okay. Yeah. I'm not a like, I'm not versed. Is this offensive? <laughs> Probably. Oh. If you're easily offended. Oh, um, PSA. 
don't listen to this if you're easily offended because we are terrible is, human. This is probably piles. this is probably um not the most politically correct mm. podcast. We do try to be politically. We try correct, so though. hard. Our hearts are in the right place. They truly are in the middle of our chest. Also slightly to <laughs> slightly the left. Slightly to the left though. <laughs> like, um, I'm gonna do a shot real quick. Hopefully, I don't choke on it. So, Kat, okay. you take you take the stand. Nostrovia. Cheers. Uh, school. That's what they say in Swedish. Oh, well, they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me choke on this vodka. Hold on. Okay, one. <laughs> oh God, don't! I was so scared for you that it was gonna come out of your nose, and I was like, "Wow, oh, no!" I have, have not to... done massive amounts of cocaine, so I'm good there. <laughs> it's like, wow, we would have to quit for the night. <laughs> like, if I had vodka shoot out of my nose from me laughing, like, but it's bison grass, so it's like the most delicious vodka. I can barely take like water like coming out of my nose when I laugh. <laughs> like, I have to lay down for the rest of the day if that were to happen. <laughs> you I just tap not, out. I could not imagine. I like <laughs> with a cold compress over my. <laughs> I just like take my will out of the folder and just like lay it neatly across my chest. Seriously, wills are like worthless. I'm sorry. Work, she's work, a, speak. She's a lawyer doctor. I'm a lawyer astronaut doctor now, so. She's got a PhD in Come lawyering. With- <laughs> Come to me with any of your. Can um, you have a PhD in medical, law? Medical, law. What was the other thing? Space needs. <laughs> Neurophysics. Um, also, look at this. Bull riding. <laughs> Could you imagine if you were like, what if your secret life was like you were ch- a champion bull rider? That would be like, so. I would not be able to keep that shit a secret. <laughs> like, like Blake starts finding. Why do like, you walk like you have rickets? <laughs> Blake's like Blake starts finding all these Western shirts like in your closet. Bolo ties. <laughs> what the fuck? He's like, these are too small to be a man's. What's going on, Amelie? And you're like, I can't talk about my past life. Like you're the Batman of bull riding. I, I like glance off into the distance. <laughs> you get the forty yard stare. <laughs> all those bulls, all those men, all those all those awful clowns. <laughs> He takes the girls to a, like a rodeo one day and they see you <laughs> and then you get gored and die in front of them. The end. Screen, screen plays to back. Black. <laughs> we just wrote a better movie then, than the 99% of the movies that went to theaters this year. <laughs> my secret. And I'm the fucking star. My secret bull riding life. <laughs> And I'm going to be the director that sexually abuses all of the starlets. <laughs> all of the rodeo Can Benicio clowns. Del Toro star in it? I don't know who that is, so sure. He's an actor, but Who's gonna play Toro b- means bull in sweet, or I mean in Spanish, oh. I think. Oh. I think. Is hey. It, I know Guillermo Del Toro. He's a... Yeah. He's a <laughs> he's a director. <laughs> Who would play Blake? Like Benicio del Toro. Have you seen? Is he redheaded? No. With like Louis C.K. No, play he's with... like very Spanish looking. He's in. Well, we need a pasty redheaded man. Hmm. Louis C.K. Louis C.K. is the only one. We'll just put like a really bad toupee on top of him, <laughs> and the girls can just play themselves. 
I think they'd be good at that. Or the or they'll be played by like twenty four year old women. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's Layla just on the ground, but like she's a twenty four year old woman, like on the on her knees, and she's just going. Louis C.K. is like, yes, honey. <laughs> okay, anyway. Also, we're talking about murder. Yeah, it's a murder episode. Hey, thanks for uh, sticking around even though we missed... <gasps> this is leaking. Um, Amelie's a member of the Vape Nation. No, I'm not. Shut the fuck up. I am not. There's no such One, thing. She's lying. She's two, like, no, 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 oh. it's fine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The Vape but... Nation is also a name for the Illuminati. But why is this leaking, though? Um, did you not screw it on? No, it's leaking out of this part. Oh, did That's you drop good. it? No. I don't know how these things work. <laughs> did you Did you put it in the bottom rack of the dishwasher? Did you <laughs> Did you try to turn it off and then turn it back on again? <laughs> anyway, yeah, um thanks for uh hanging with us even though we missed last week. There was just a lot of illness going around a i had lot of poo um, issues getting microphones going me around. <laughs> me i forgot the microphone she legit came over last week but when she got to my house she realized she'd forgotten the mic and she lives like 20 miles away so yeah. we just decided to sit and bullshit for the next four hours also there was just a lot of, of things happening personally yeah we had to get through some shit not you know like not against each other because we're besties for life but uh we anyway. had to go. We had to go um, get into a dance fight in an alley, like at nine o'clock, and that didn't give us a whole lot of wiggle room with the to jets. Podcast. Yeah, we were the sharks. <laughs> Clearly, absolutely. I mean, jets. What kind of fucking name is that? I mean, come on. They, they have wings, and small engines, small but very powerful engines. Mm, I don't buy it. We just Not snap for one better. Second. We have better rhythm. Yeah, absolutely. we well. There's only two of us. There's like we seven can pot of a beret better than any fucking jet. Yeah, I don't know what that is. It's a dance term because I was in dance for four thousand years. Okay, um, I'm so burpy. It's okay. I um am drinking for the first time in a week. I sound like your like your pet raptor that like you're not telling Blake about but he finds out through this He's podcast. like enough with the pets while I'm gone. Jesus. Comes, <laughs> there's like so many scenarios that we've come up with for the Blake coming home to and we somehow need to make them all happen. Um, within eight days. We need Nora to be eaten by a pitcher plant. <laughs> but no it's Layla. Oh, Nora's yeah. calf is missing. Oh, <laughs> Layla bit it off. <laughs> We've got to we've got to fuck your kids up. Is what we need to do. Mentally done. <laughs> now we just need to do the physical. Just kidding. I love my children. I would we've, never harm them. We've broken them down over the past 4 months only to build them back up. Right. And now they're emotionless MK Ultra agents. Just like the military does. Yeah. You're welcome for preparing you for military life, children. Yeah. It's like West Point around here. <laughs> Except with a lot more tea candles. <laughs> okay. How about I go first? Okay. Okay. Because mine's a little uh, all over the place, per usual. Mine's pretty all right. Did you, are you doing the one that you said you've been going to do, you were going to do for the past 
two months. No, because like <laughs> I was gonna do the Norfolk for. I feel like I've like mentioned this problem a couple times, and then I like finished the research, but like it 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 wasn't like exciting to me. Um, maybe because you just read it too many times. Yeah. And then I was going to do Sirhan Sirhan, who... Oh, that's right. ...assassinated Robert Kennedy. Oh. Yeah. But then I was like, meh. That's so fucking... I chose, ter- we're terrible people. I chose another, uh, assassin. 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 Assassin's Creed. Nope. Mm-mm. No. Mm. Okay. <laughs> All right. So... <coughs> I did not research how to say this particular fella's name. You so know, I'm going just power to through it. butcher it. And then throughout my um, writings, I just referred to him by his last name like an idiot. Because his first name's Michael. Easy. His last name is Gargiulo. Gargiulio. Gargiulio. I think it Gargiolo. is. I think it is Gargiulio. Okay, Gargiulio. We're going with that. He was born February 15th, 1976. <gasps> My birthday is February 16th. So is Night Sweat's birthday. <gasps> no, wait. Yes, it is. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. Our moms got fucked on Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Night Sweats, if you still listen. Hi, Megan. <clears throat> All right, so he's a native of Glenview, Illinois. He grew up with six... <laughs> Okay, so I had the paper in front of the computer and I was just typing blindly. <laughs> so wow. this will be fun. I wrote, he grew up with six sublimes. <laughs> Siblings. That's a lot of, <clears throat> what's a sublime song? Fucking, um, um. Ooh. <laughs> I don't practice Santeria. Santeria. I ain't got no crystal ball. <laughs> he grew up with six sublime he songs. Just, that's, like, the, that's why he was so angry. That's the only music he ever it's like, heard. I'm tired of this <laughs> shitty band. <laughs> We're going to lose three of our four listeners because you said Sub- that. Sublime's okay. It was all right. They're fine. It was fun to get high to, I guess, if you ever got, got high. They've got cool black light posters. True. Yeah. And Good. he had a sweet Dalmatian. Good for you, Sublime. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Mr. He wasn't, sublime. he wasn't very... Uh, this dude wasn't very popular. Um, those who spoke of him remember him as being a very angry and violent person. His parents once said that, quote, we are afraid of Michael. We would like to kick him out of the house, but we are afraid he will come back and kill us. Oh, wow. You know, um. Dude, can you imagine raising a kid you're afraid is going to murder you? You know, sometimes, uh, no, every time my daughter starts crying, my son finds it so hilarious. (laughs) And... In the back of my head, I'm like, stop. <laughs> it's not funny when your sister cries. <laughs> and he pushed her off of their tiny slide the other day. And I was oh like... Oh, my God. The it, good son. It was... It was... He's Macaulay Culkin, the good son. Can he just be Macaulay Culkin? Uh, Macaulay Culkin went through a serious drug addiction problem. Like, but, like, minus that. But he's fine now, I think. Like... He like, dated Mila Kunis for a long time. I know. He looks... He looks good. He looks really hot, actually, now that he's sober. I, I think his brother is a better actor. You know whose brother was a better actor? Ben Affleck's brother. Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, River Phoenix? Yeah. Was a better actor? Yeah. Yeah. 
I liked River Phoenix much better than that fucking weirdo. You know his name is pronounced Joakin? Joakin. Yeah, we've talked about this on a previous podcast. I hate that. I know. <laughs> I hate that. It's the worst. But he's the one. Stick with Joaquin. He's the one. He's okay. Neo. So, <laughs> Neo? No. That's that, Keanu Reeves. That's Keanu Reeves. Okay. <laughs> I was hoping we could just <laughs> gloss over that. <laughs> I'm like, he's the one. The he's one to what? Joaquin Phoenix is Johnny Cash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, anyway. So, <clears throat> I'm um, never embarrassed. No. Never. Okay. Not a, not a red blotch on your face. Okay. So, let's talk about Trishy, Trisha Pacchiasho. Picaccio. Sorry. Picaccio. She's 18 years old, getting ready to leave for Purdue University in just days to Fuck, major good in... good for her. Yeah, my second cousin went there. Purdue? Mm-hmm. Drew Brees went to Purdue. Well, she's... I have to show you a picture of her. She is, is she Drew Brees? <laughs> yes. <gasps> no, she's... Uh, it's weird that she's my second cousin because, like, my first cousins are closer to my parents' age than I, mine. I probably so already she's have like a 20, picture of her. Since I think I, she's your age, actually. Oh, my God. I could have gone to Purdue. You could have totally gone to Purdue. We could have, Only 22-year-olds. I could have been best friends with your second cousin. Yeah. <laughs> We're practically related. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> so she was going to major in genetic engineering. She was a very good girl. She didn't party, do drugs, or drink. Um, she was usually studying or reading. Sadly, um, she just lives a block from Michael. I'm just going to go call him Michael. Just call him Michael. On August 13th, 1933, Trisha was walking down the street to meet her boyfriend so he could take her to a doctor appointment, doctor's appointment. And uh, so dude saw her and he offered her a ride. Oh, no. But listen, he took her there, dropped her off. No problems. Mm-hmm. Went home that night. Everything was fine. Um, so the next day, Trisha was on her front porch with her keys in her hand. She had just come back from TGIFs with a group of friends after some football game or something. Do you think she got some twice baked potatoes? Maybe spoons? not football since it's August 14th. Most likely. Uh, you Who know, doesn't? She Ooh, definitely got those, twice baked potatoes. Those Jack Daniels chicken strip things. Oh my, oh god. my god. <gasps> you know what? You know what else she probably got? Those like stuffed mushroom caps. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> She probably just had apps with her friend. (laughs) Oh, okay. Sorry. Anyway, um, quick sidebar. What? So yesterday, John, my husband works at a pediatric uh, development daycare, (laughs) um, developmental daycare, and they have like a fair day. Mm -hmm. They had face paintings, and I, our friend, was doing the face paintings, and like I was trying to talk her into drawing a dick on my daughter's face. But I was like, you're camouflaged like a mushroom, like with two gumdrops. And she was like, I'll, I can paint her like a dog. And I was like, that's fine. <laughs> Not child abuse. No, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's so good. Nora came home with like one of those fake tattoos and I almost put it on her neck. Oh, you should have. <laughs> I wish I had. I'm glad I didn't though because that fucker stayed on there for like four days. And I mean, I scrubbed it with a, a loofah and everything. Like that shit would have been fucking like prison tattoo. Can we can we put in an Etsy order for some teardrop tattoos <laughs> and like some spiders and like I don't know, like a like a crypt tattoo and like a blood tattoo and we could make the kids like in rival games. Oh my god, do rags and everything. Yeah, one hundred percent. Okay, anyway, um, sorry. Blake, don't listen to this. 
Okay, so now I feel like shit for laughing because here comes the shitty part. So, she was on her front porch, keys in hand. Uh, she never made it inside because fuck ass came up from behind and twisted her left arm behind her so hard that he broke it. <gasps> Ew, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, so, he then stabbed her 12 times, three of which uh, the wounds were fatal to her heart, lung, and abdomen. So, because she was coming home so late, her body wasn't discovered until the next day when her dad opened the front door. Oh, my Can you fucking, fucking imagine? So, um... You're just, like, going to get your paper. Yeah. yeah, dude. Can you fucking... That would be, like... Oh, my God. I'm sure it would be... They was, moved out of their house. Like, they couldn't even live oh, there. Oh, yeah. Like, how... You'd have to be a sociopath if you could stay in the yeah, same home yeah. that your kid died fucking, on tragic i'm like all i could imagine is if i were in that situation that i would ju- it would just be like disbelief like oh my god there's like someone was killed like it wouldn't even register yeah like the whole that denial it was, thing yeah like like no, this cannot be right Ugh. um but she did even though she was like blitz attacked she did manage to get some dna under her fingernails at a girl right um uh, so sadly it wouldn't be identified for 10 years because well, there was no DNA in the database. Yeah. Well, none of his. Anyway, so then, um, moving on, next victim, Ashley Ellerin. She was an up-and-coming model slash actress, and she had just started dating an up-and-coming actor, Ash- Ashton Kutcher. Oh, my. Do you know who this is now? Do you know who I'm talking about? Ashton Kutcher went to God. Yeah. Ashton Kutcher's niece went to my high school. Shut up. Yeah. Like, they have a house, like, in my hometown. Yeah. Get, dude, just listen to this. Did you turn. do this on purpose? Yeah. I, I researched your home. I looked it up on the Louisiana Assessor's site to see if any celebrities' second cousins lived near you. <laughs> I'm going to punch you <laughs> in your scowl line. <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge target. Um, no, okay. So anyway, <clears throat> the two had planned to go to a post-Grammy award party the night of February 21st, 2001. They talked on the phone at 7.30 p.m. and again at 8.24 p.m. and everything seemed to be a go. Uh, Ellerin Ashley never showed up, though. So Ashton Kutcher called her cell phone several times, got no answer. So he drove to her house thinking that maybe they had had like a commu- miscommunication and that maybe she thought he was supposed to pick her up or something. So he knocked on her door at 1045, but there was no answer. And he tried the door, but the it was locked. So he looked through a window and he didn't notice anything amiss, but he, he did see something that resembled a red wine spill leading to the bedroom. But oh, she was known no. to like drink and party and shit. So he just thought, he didn't think anything of it. So he just left. Um... Ashley's roommate discovered her body. At first, she thought that Ashley was just playing some kind of joke on her because she was, like, a big practical joker. But when she got closer, she noticed that she was, like, actually blue in the face and there was just a lot of blood everywhere. Oh, my God. Um, Someone had tried to behead her, making a wound so deep that it was only stopped because the knife hit the spinal cord. Oh, fuck. There was a V-shaped wound gouged across the back of her neck and there was a blood spatter uh, high velocity blood spatter flung from the weapon all over the walls she was stabbed 47 times jesus in the chest abdomen and back yeah um nobody knew anything okay so then there's uh maria bruno she was also an aspiring model and she lived in the working class suburb of la 
on December 1st, 2005, excuse me, the alleged attacker entered her apartment through a kitchen window after she'd gone to bed. He took a butcher knife from the kitchen and used it to slash her throat all the way to the spine again. Oh, God. He then stabbed her 17 times in the chest, arm, and abdomen. This is going to be a part that you're going to have a hard time handling. He then cut off both of her breasts and put one of them into her gaping open mouth. Yeah. What did he do with the other one? He just took it? Hung out with it they for a little bit? They didn't say. And I didn't look into it because I don't want the FBI Ooh. after me. Where is the breast? <laughs> I'm assuming it's probably just like there. Why can't we just leave the boobs alone? <laughs> I know. You really don't like it when people do that. It's I mean, not so unnecessary. Does. I don't get it. It's got to be like some kind they, of weird mommy complex. It's like the boobs and the eyes. Mm-hmm. Like just fucking... In the in the lady bits, like just leave them alone. Mm-hmm. You're already cutting her neck to the bone. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't know. But uh, Bruno had said to her friends that there had been a weird guy, quote unquote, at her building who had been watching her. Her body was discovered by her ex husband. Uh, he wasn't considered a suspect because the two had had an amicable divorce and they were still friends. Witnesses of the quote unquote weird guy had helped to make a composite sketch. So Michael's girlfriend saw this drawing when she like went to the bathroom in some restaurant they were at, and she made a comment to him, and he said that he knew the woman and that she was very beautiful and had big breasts. And this is all according to court files. What? Mm-hmm. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Hey. Hey, you Michael. You look exactly like this guy. Hey, Mike. <laughs> right? Weird. But, like... This girl dies, and like all of her friends, like see the weird guy, and like it's this is you. This is a pic. This He's picture. Like, it's you. not me, but she was really hot, and she had huge tits. Like, oh um, yeah, yeah, I saw that. I saw yeah, I I saw that. I saw yeah. Also, that's her just not fucking tits you, were just, so goddamn huge. You just don't. If Blake said that to me ever about living or dead, straight woman, to the police. No, straight to the fucking dick with my fucking <laughs> fist. Like her, you can think that all you want, just don't say that shit to me. That's weird. Not to mention, like that would be, I would just, you know, her boobs were cut off, and he's like, oh, yeah, they were huge, huge breasts. <laughs> okay, anyway, that's fucking sad and disgusting. All right, so last last victim. Um, Oh, wait. Well, yeah, she is a victim. But okay, so Michelle Murphy, 28-year-old, living in Santa Monica. She was an avid runner. She woke up um, on April 28, 2008, like in the middle of the night, to someone stabbing her in the chest. Wow. There was a dude straddling her, and he kept stabbing her in the shoulder and right arm as she, like, tried to wriggle and get away. But because she was she was nude, I don't know, maybe she just slept nude, or I don't know if he... I guess you'd wake up if someone was taking your clothes off. Anyway, yeah. um, she was so slippery from all the blood that he had sliced his wrist. <gasps> um, she had tried to grab the blade and it, it cut to the bone. Of uh, her hand. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, but he because he cut himself, he had paused long enough and she like got her legs out from underneath him and kicked her his chest and like pushed him off of her and like he fell back into the wall. Bad Ooh, ass. Yeah, way to go. That's way to go, naked runner. Bitch. Um, so then, anyway, after that, he just mumbled sorry and ran out the front door. What? Yeah. Fucking weird, right? So, luckily, there was enough blood, um, from his wound to get DNA, and they got a match. 
<clears throat> Detectives were able to file an attempted murder charge on June 10th, 2008, less than two months after the attack. Now that uh, they knew who he was, they learned that he had lived in the same apartment complex as Maria Bruno. Um, in his attic, they... Addict? Oh my god, I did not just fucking do that. Attic? Yeah, attic. Fuck. You know who does that? Blurred? You know who does that? Andy? No. Oh. Georgia Hardstark does that. Oh. Motherfucker. I swear to god I am not trying to copy her. I've just had two shots of vodka. Alright, in his attic... They noticed a plastic baggie with a blue medical booty, and one had been found two years earlier in front of Bruno's apartment. Oh, my God. Yeah. <clears throat> so, on October 20th, 2008, uh, Michael was charged with both Bruno and Alan's murders. Now, I'm not 100% certain about uh, if he ever was convicted or, I mean, I'm sorry, charged with Picaccio's murder. Um, but the two were so similar that the detectives did link them. Okay. <clears throat> but her family's pretty fucking pissed about it because the police department there, like, didn't do much about it. And they're like, how is his DNA? Because, because his, they eventually matched that DNA because it was in the database and they finally mm -hmm. met. And they were like, well, he was, uh, close or he lived close by and he was a family friend, so... And they were like, this was their argument, like, she was with a lot of friends that night. How come none of their DNA was on her? Like, only yeah. this person's DNA under her fingernails. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah, that's a little... Also, he was just charged with two other murders, so there's a fucking pattern there. It was probably, it was probably one of those things where they were like, we're going to charge him with these two murders, and we know that he's going to go down right. forever, so like... Why continue to clog yeah. up the court system? Well, just tell the parents that he did it. And yeah, that's so that they can... I would still I, want justice, though. I would completely understand, yeah. <clears throat> because she was, like, the first... She was the first victim, you know? Yeah. It's fucking sad. It's sad. Anyway, um, I think he's, like, still... I don't even know, because it said, like, alleged murderer. So I think it's, like, his trial date was this year, or it's still to come this year, because it said 2017. Oh, shit. Yeah, motherfucker's been in jail for a while. Uh, did he say where the other boob was? You have to ask a cellmate. Oh. Okay, so <clears throat> anyway, that was Michael Gregorio. Mine isn't a murderer. Good. It's an I'm glad that I... Oh, uh, wait. No, that's still a murderer. Well, it, it's an attempted oh. assassin. Okay, good. Can I take a shot really quick? Yeah. One, okay. wait, two, three. Wait, Go. 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 No, I'm just kidding. Okay. I gotta do this in my time, Kat. My time. Okay. I have to drink straight vodka because my of very own. strict diet. I have to do this my way, no highway option. Nope. There's no exit That's on from this the fucking highway. <laughs> oh my god. Never seen it. Okay. It's a terrible Vin Diesel movie. No, I know. I've, I'm oh, aware of okay. it. Just never watched it. All right. Cheers. Woo! I'm a woo girl now. Okay, you're gonna Bring go. It. You're gonna go in the bathroom and like try to share all your lip glosses. Yeah, with the no one that's in there. Yeah, you're just like, hey, you're so beautiful. Like, I start writing on the stall. Like, Amelie was here. Blake comes home. Like, why did you write Amelie was here on our fucking bathroom door? And you're like, oh god, I don't know. Crazy night with the girls. Crazy. <laughs> He's like, you were alone. <laughs> 
for these four months. Have then been he a finds r- the bolo rough. tie and he's like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. So, um, my person is Arthur Bremer. Okay. Okay. Uh, so he was born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin in 1950. Uh-oh. Um, uh-oh. Wisconsin. My dad's from Wisconsin. So is Ben Kissel. My daddy. <laughs> daddy! Stop. <laughs> you suggested it. Arthur Bremer was the third of four sons to William and Sylvia Bremer. His two Ooh. oldest siblings were illegitimate children from two different men. Why did you do like a jazzy neck thing just now? Because she was, she was <clears throat> being free and frisky. Good for her. Yeah. But 50s, wow. That's, yeah, that's uh, she. It probably was not good for her. It was probably her. frowned upon. Yeah, just a little, like a... <laughs> like a like a quick like hmm yeah hmm. but you know what she we're not inviting you we're not to the, inviting sylvia to the block party you <laughs> fucking whore <laughs> we don't like that word no i like the word slore though what's that slut and whore no i like got together. that but like what is that kind of person like um a whore no that really. charges like hardly anything or like a Slut that's like really expensive, mm. but like not for money, like for baked goods. You know what I hate when mm. people use the qualifier man when they say like man whore or man slut. Like you know what? Just say slut or whore. Like a man can be that. Why do you have to qualify it with a fucking gender in front of it? Yeah, because that's... it's implied that it's a woman unless you say man first. Yeah, fucking sexist. That's. That's the thing. Bullshit. Okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna hop off the soapbox. We're on. <laughs> we're on the same page. Okay. Good. Good. All right. Continue. Sorry. <laughs> so Milwaukee. <laughs> um, um, land of the the slores. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. <laughs> um. So his two oldest siblings were illegitimate children from two different men. He grew up in a dysfunctional household and was even quoted quoted saying, I would escape my ugly reality by, by pretending that I was living with a television family and there was no one yelling at home or no one to hit <gasps> me. It's the cable guy. It's Jim Carrey. Oh my God. <laughs> it's Larry the cable guy. No, ew. Don't. Um, he makes me throw up. Um... But also, he when he was in school, he wasn't bullied, uh, but he didn't make many friends. He was just kind of avoided because it was sort of a weirdo. Mm, okay. Um, he just gave off that vibe. I know that guy. You know those. You know those kids that like just like give off like weird vibes where you're like, there's mm. nothing wrong with you, but like, like I'm gonna be like I will like wave to you in the hall, but I'm yeah. not gonna become close friends with I you. I will absolutely smile at you. Yeah. To be spared. And I will be so polite in our group projects. Absolutely. Because I'm a nice person. Let him take the lead, you know? You know, he has easy access to poster board. I will take the C. And felt tip markers. Fuck it. Yeah. Let him do his thing. He loves it. (laughs) He loves being class speakers. That's all he's fucking got. It was like the kid that was really excited to like hold the flag and say the Pledge of Allegiance (laughs) like in elementary school. I was that kid, you asked. Wow. No, actually, I was very against the pledge. Like, I didn't want to stand and do it because I'm like, I'm not an American. 
Like, I was very against standing for the pledge because also it said under God, and I was very pissed about that. Even I, as a child. Um, I wasn't, like, weirded out. I was never, like, against the pledge, but, like, until high school, I, I became aware that, like, no other country in the world made their, made kids oh, stand up in the... that's true. Come on, North Korea, you don't uh, Well, think? I'm sure, but, like, no other, like, country that we compare ourselves to, like, mm-hmm. makes their kids, like, stand up in the morning. I was like, this is very brainwashy. And, uh... Yeah. I always thought it was weird that like kids would get in trouble if they didn't want to stand up and like no one could really come up with a reason other than like, it's a respect thing, but like Mm. it's your right to sit down too, if you want to. Anyways, sorry again, soapbox. Why does that keep (laughs) happening? What (laughs) is it about Arthur Bremer that just makes us fucking pissed? Good thing that uh, he's a government assassin. Ooh. Ooh. So after high school, Arthur hopped from job to job, which included a busboy, elementary school janitor, and he also worked at an athletic club. Hmm. Um, Also, his only known friend, Thomas Newman, killed himself playing Russian roulette. Oh my god. That was his only friend. (coughs) Very fucking sad. Very the deer hunter. Have you ever seen that movie, The With Deer Hunter? With Charlize Theron and, and fucking Ben Affleck. What? No, what with Christopher Walken, like young Christopher Walken, then and like no. <laughs> he like stays in Vietnam. Oh my god! My dad made me watch The Deer Hunter with him one time, and he like got up and left, like went to bed. Like <laughs> the end of the movie is so fucking upsetting and it was like two in the morning and I busted in their bedroom, like my mom and my dad's bedroom and just yelled at him <laughs> for like 30 minutes about the end of the deer hunter. Daddy. Stop. <laughs> you scarred your child. I'm, I have a lot of issues because of things that have happened in my life. Okay, sorry, continue. So what the fuck movie was I thinking of? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So Tom Tom kills himself playing Russian roulette, whatever. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> Arthur's <Jesus>. upset. <laughs> okay. Um, on the night of November 18th, 1971, Arthur was arrested for carrying a concealed weapon and for parking in a no-parking zone. A, coin ap- a court-appointed psychiatrist declared... Uh, Arthur mentally ill yet stable enough <laughs> to stay in the community. Sorry, what? Uh, like he had like to he go- parked in a handicap spot <laughs> and they're like, you are mentally ill. <laughs> like, what? No, it was like a, people do that shit all the time. It was like a no parking zone and he had a like a like a concealed weapon on him, but he wasn't like allowed to be carrying it. Like he didn't have a permit. And so when so they- <laughs> what (laughs) they probably asked him to get out of the car and they like patted him down found a gun they were like do you have a permit for this and he was like nah so you get analyzed by a psychiatrist because of that this was also back in the he was probably doing some weird shit he was probably like getting really upset that he couldn't stand up in the morning (laughs) and hold the flag and say the pledge of allegiance he just did it by himself in his apartment every morning (laughs) he's like i remember the good old days (laughs) I remember when I could float, throw a flag he so nearly over the mountain. Felt it markers <laughs> in his apartment. He's like just doing like high school like <laughs> projects, like an all about me board. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
so <clears throat> I didn't, there wasn't like much on this, but they probably found like the gun on him and they like have to take him in for that. And, uh, uh, he was probably doing some weird fucking shit. Okay. So he yeah. was, I'm sorry. So it's they were like, like, you should probably weird. go talk to someone. <laughs> but the, the psychiatrist declared him mentally ill yet stable enough to stay in the community. Hmm. Okay. So, which is whatever. Um, so uh, he only had to go uh, psychotherapy and was a couple sessions of psychotherapy and was released on a $38 fine after pleading guilty to disorderly conduct. What a weird amount. Okay, so I was like $38. Like, was he but carrying then, a 38? Like a dollar. Not yet. Caliber. <laughs> <laughs> You're released on $9. <laughs> You're released on twenty two (laughs) dollars. Your gun shoots twenty two knives. Isn't that just a bow and arrow, like a crossbow, like a gun that shoots knives? Do you have to have a concealed carry license for a bow and arrow? (gasps) I don't know. You have to be really tall and wear a large overcoat to conceal that shit. What if it was just like one of those like wrist crossbows? And like you pull that bitch out, like you pulled your like your cuff back. It literally goes pew 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 pew. <laughs> and it's just like that of like a rubber band like snapping. But uh, I looked up I looked up the inflation of thirty eight dollars from uh, nineteen seventy one, and thirty eight dollars in nineteen seventy one have the same buying power as two hundred and forty three dollars and thirty five cents in twenty seventeen. Okay, still. All right. Okay. So it was, a, it was sub, sort of substantial, I guess, it for was that, a, for that crime. It was, a, it was, it's not like he, like, fucking hit and run. He or, was a bus boy, like. Yeah. Yeah, so. <clears throat> uh, Pack and heat bus boy. Yeah, he was like, I, I have my tiny crossbows. <laughs> I'm not, I, I take no shit from no Set man. Your wrist there, <laughs> but instead of shooting arrows, it shoots tiny flags. <laughs> His catchphrase is like, pledge allegiance, motherfucker. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Let's keep, make that movie. No, keep catchphrase in your mind. Okay, okay this okay. dude's such a fucking dork. Okay. Okay, so despite uh, having to pay a fine and undergoing psychotherapy on January 3rd, he went into a gun shop in Milwaukee and bought a thirty eight revolver for $90. Hmm. That's a pretty good buy. So after a short, reli- well, I mean, if thirty-eight dollars <laughs> is two hundred and forty-three dollars, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about the inflation. My bad. So after a short relationship ended and he quit two jobs, uh, Arthur wrote in his diary because he had fucking diaries. <laughs> he had so many. Di- I bet they were horse diaries were they horse? too. They were password what journals. What was his password? His. <laughs> I pledge allegiance <laughs> you to, had to the say flag. The whole fucking thing. <laughs> the to whole, open it. like, like, and like all the omitted bits. <laughs> it was just the preamble to the Constitution. <laughs> do you, did you ever have to do that? Yeah, memorize like, it. We grade. the people yeah. in order to form. Oh Blake my God. still knows it, and he he likes to impress me by saying it. I I love. Oh it. my God! I'm gonna get in a scream singing preamble of the Constitution. <laughs> contest with blake please do he's coming back from business soon so blake will be home from the business forest and then he's gonna get some business he better have so many gifts for me because (laughs) i told him before he left to bring me gifts oh shit 
he better bring me. No, I'm he just like kidding, misunderstood Blake. you, and he just like sends you a bunch of like little gifts on your phone. Yeah, like, <laughs> like ones from like like a Germany gif. <laughs> the other ones like a Kowekistan <laughs> gift. I'm not gonna say where he is in the world. He's on business. It's not Germany. He's, he's in, in the business forest. He's in the business forest. Um, <coughs> it's just a briefcase full of screenshots of gifts. Yeah. <laughs> he took the time to print them out, though. Yeah, like full colored ink on really cardstock. Nice. Really nice. Um, <laughs> so Arthur wrote in his password journal, <laughs> it is my personal plan to assassinate by pistol either Richard Nixon or George Wallace. I intend to shoot one or the other while he attends a campaign rally for the Wisconsin primaries. He wrote that in his fucking journal. What an idiot. It's like, <laughs> it's like, whatever you do. It's like an assassin school. They're like, don't leave a paper trail. And fucking Arthur's. <laughs> literally. Arthur's over here with He's his- putting it down like breadcrumbs like Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> he's leading he's, to wherever the fuck he is. He has this diary page and he's like, what? I can't hear you over the sound of the copier. I'm leaving these on flagpoles. He skipped that day. Yeah, he, he was like, I have to go get my crossbow tuned. <laughs> um, the following evening, he attended an organizational meeting for Wallace at the- Fister Hotel in Milwaukee. <laughs> uh, although Arthur's main aim was to assassinate then-president Richard Nixon, he attended... That's punny. Okay, sorry, go ahead. What? His aim. Oh. oh. <laughs> Hi. Um, he okay. attended a Wallace dinner, victory, a Wallace victory party, and a Wallace rally. He traveled to Ottawa to try and kill Nixon, but the security was too tight and he couldn't get near the president. So What? That's he, weird. I know. Fucking strange. <laughs> uh, so he returned to Milwaukee. On May 4th, 1972, Arthur resigned to the fact that he probably would not get to assassinate Nixon, so he said it was Wallace's fate to be his victim. His journal entries were much less enthusiastic, enthusiastic about it, however. <laughs> I guess I'll kill this guy instead. I guess. I'm gonna, it like says H M P H. Like, like <laughs> dot dot dot. <laughs> Dear diary, this morning I woke up and I dreamed that I killed Nixon, but then he, I turned him around and it was George Wallace. And like, it's just like he he's not just even like the guy cute. from Catcher in the Rye. <laughs> just mad he's just like "Hmm, hmm." you can you can imagine him like just like angrily scribbling and like his parents are like arthur arthur we haven't heard you say the pledge of allegiance in 10 minutes flag out here (laughs) that's how they get him out it's like a flag on a string like just to get him to go places like little like fucking like meatballs yeah in like a fucking hors d'oeuvre tray <laughs> like to get him to like function in like public they put like a fishing pole down his shirt with like a, <laughs> like a flag hanging up it's like hey hey i hate the democrats richard nixon was a republican wasn't he yeah Okay. But he just wanted to kill the, the president to like oh okay cause some drama what a dick um so he set out on the morning of May 9th to Wallace uh, to Wallace's campaign headquarters 
in Michigan and oh wait in Silver Spring, Michigan, and offered to volunteer. So he was made a like a campaign volunteer. Okay. Two nights later, he was at a rally in Kalamazoo, and uh, he stayed in a hotel there. Uh, this is basically him just like following the campaign trail, like looking for an inn. Mm-hmm. Um, he was waiting for Wallace to do like a meet and greet, and a couple times like it got canceled or Wallace like didn't get to him or whatever. So he's just like following him, just waiting for his moment. Yikes! On the afternoon of May thirteenth, Kalamazoo uh, police received an anonymous tip that a suspicious person was standing around the National Guard armory. Guess who it was? Hmm. Uh, Arthur told the police that he was waiting for the rally to start, and they were like, mm, "Okay." Uh, and he, oh, he was waiting for the rally to start, and he wanted a good seat, so he was like right in front of the stage. But uh, he didn't shoot him while he was on stage because he said he didn't want any stupid fifteen-year-old to get hurt. <laughs> what? He didn't want to shoot any of. He didn't want to injure any of the vic- any of the people around so him. So he like doesn't want to hurt them, but he still thinks they're stupid. Yeah, he's like fuck them, fuck but them. But still, I don't want to shoot them. They. D- I bet they don't even have poster board at their house. <laughs> kids these days it was like he was the kid that like offered to stay back and like smack the chalkboard erasers around (laughs) that's what fucked him up is all that chalkboard dust it's probably like just sticks of asbestos that they (laughs) wrote on the fucking boards (sighs) mesothelioma Ooh, nice first try i like that uh arthur then followed wallace to wheaton plaza which was the second rally for the day where he hoped to get near him whenever you see say rally i just imagine men in pointy hats rally 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 or you gotta eat hey what are you doing (laughs) you gotta eat 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 eat. (laughs) they got good fries they fucking do dude um uh so Wallace was going to do a meet and greet after the first rally, but his security was like, no. Right. And then uh, he had a second rally later. Oh, because he didn't do a rally with the first. I mean, he didn't do a meet and greet with the first rally because the crowd was like, fuck you. And like throwing like piss bottles at him. Oh. And uh, so they were like, mm, maybe not. Maybe uh, this isn't the best venue. But then the second rally at Wheaton Plaza, uh, he. uh. Oh, shit. Fuck. No. Okay, Wheaton Plaza, the first rally, was where he got piss bottles thrown out okay. and shit. Uh, at the second rally that day, the crowd was a lot quieter. Like, there were a couple hecklers, but they were fine. Uh, so Wallace shook some hands after, had a meet and greet after the rally, and Arthur pushed his way to the front and emptied his gun before he could be subdued. So he just, like, pushed through the crowd and just took aim and, like, just... Squeeze the trigger until fired. Right, um, he was too used to his wrist. Fucking his fingers were so strong <laughs> from holding that flagpole for so many hours. <laughs> like just full attention. But like his wrist, bow, and arrow. It's just not the same as a thirty-eight. No, absolutely. A wrist, bow, and arrow is a lot more uh, cool, yeah. and also way a more lot accurate. More, I think. Yeah, a, way more personal. Mm-hmm. Plus, like that that cool like. <laughs> Like flag noise from yeah, like dude. the tiny are flags. loud as fuck. Yeah, not as Andy, cool as a crossword. Andy took me shooting once, and Andy? Uh, those fuckers are loud. Andy's an assassin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird that you call him Andy. Ugh, it weirds me out. He, you should tell him that I just call. I just refer to him as Andy. Well, if he listened, he would know. He, w- fuck you, Andy. 
Uh, he hit Wallace four times, um, twice in the chest and twice in the abdomen. Uh, he hit an Alabama state trooper once in the neck, a campaign volunteer in the leg, and a Secret Service agent in the neck. Oh, my God. Um, Arthur had planned to yell his catchphrase, a penny for your thoughts. However, he forgot to do uh, so. Fucking dork. Like, he, it's so You long, weren't kidding. It's so long to think of a catchphrase. It is the best one he could come up with was, a penny for your like, thoughts. that's not even fucking clever. No, it's not. It's not. I, like, I, I mean, I can't think of anything clever now, but I don't have a horse rental to ride in. Yeah. So, I mean... Take your time. You know what? You know what? Had, Jot down some notes. He had all that time to think while he was reciting the preamble by heart. <laughs> he he could have Why come not up just with a better recite phrase. the entire preamble while you're firing off your 38? <laughs> oh my god, that would have been so <laughs> great. Um <laughs> so he was he was subdued, obviously. Uh his trial was held two and a half months. Oh, also no one died. Wow. Yeah, no Shot one died. Shot in the neck and no one died. Uh, well, George Wallace was paralyzed from the waist down. Oh, man. And lived the rest of his life, like, in a wheelchair. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Uh, his trial was held two and a half months after the assassination attempt, and the trial was condensed into five days. Uh, Arthur was found to have schizophrenia, but still held was held at trial. The jury only took 95 minutes to come up with a guilty verdict, and Bremer was sentenced to uh, Arthur Bremer was sentenced to 63 years in prison. Uh, Arthur's assassination attempt did not stop George Wallace's political career, however, but it did cost him the presidency. He would run again in a later campaign, but he would back out due to um like not being have, paralyzed from also, the neck down. Yeah, well, the waist down. Oh, waist down. Also, sorry. like people like just they didn't have a lot of like faith in like his health and they were like mm, can't have a president in a wheelchair except if you're fdr yeah i don't know that's sad um so here's some fun facts uh okay. peter gabriel's song family snapshot was inspired by arthur bremer's diary arthur's diary was also an inspiration for screenwriter paul schrader's character travis bickle in taxi driver that oh, movie wow. that movie inspired John Hinckley Jr. to attempt to assassinate Ronald yeah, Reagan. Yeah, because of Jodie Foster. Yeah. Uh, Arthur was released from prison in uh, 2007, and he remains on parole until 2025. And How old is he now, then? So old. Dude. Older than dirt. So fucking old. I bet he can't even hold a flag <laughs> all the way up anymore. <laughs> He has a flag boy. But that's the story of Arthur Bremer. Your that was uplifting. Friendly neighborhood fucking loser. Oh, Arthur. Oh. You could have been so many things. Like a I don't know. A good bus boy. I don't know. I know a dude who runs around base, like he literally runs with a flag in his hand. Like he holds the American flag and runs. Why? He ran a marathon doing that. When I trained for my half marathon, he was, like, in the group, and he was a trainer, and I don't did know. Did you ask him, like... He's extremely patriotic. Did you ask him, like, hey, like, he we at, all see you. Like, we're... He was how at, much more attention do you I need? don't think it's for attention. I think he's just extremely into running. Like, I uh, ran into him... The flag no is, unintended like, ...at Blake's uh, ceremony for his um, promotion or whatever. <clears throat> 
And I didn't realize how short he was until that day. Well, the flag adds an extra seven inches. (laughs) It adds an extra seven feet. It's like (laughs) fucking huge. Um, The flag like isn't for anything like patriotic or whatever. It's just for wind resistance. (laughs) Like he can't afford like one of those like parachutes. He carries a sail. (laughs) Like just fucking. So he's like, honey, I'm going for a run. And he just like snatches like the family flag off of like the the little post. Their fucking boat. Yeah. Their sailboat. He runs with a sailboat. <laughs> He's just pulling it. Okay, anyway. Good one. Never heard of that guy. Yeah. That's sad, though, that that guy was paralyzed and shit. Yeah, but, um, like, towards the end of his life, he was, like, he wrote Arthur Bremer a letter, and he was, like, I forgive <coughs> you. Like, I hope you find, like, ew, peace, I hate whatever. people forgive that Yeah, shit. I would write him. No. I would. I would send him a picture of my gross like worn away like fucking legs every day i would take i would send him a picture of me shitting on a poster board <laughs> like on like a fucking high school kids project i would send him a picture and flipping off the camera i would send him a picture of richard nixon getting his fucking ball sucked <laughs> Every day. By his mother. Oh, yeah. By Sylvia. Arthur, by Arthur Bremer's mother, not <laughs> Richard Nixon's mother. That would be a very strange message. Oh. <laughs> oh, ma. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, anyway. Oh. <laughs> Okay. You're, uh, <laughs> this is what I was looking for at the DNC. Why does Richard Nixon come up on like every podcast? I don't know. What the fuck? Okay. So what's your recommendation? Do you have one? Um, like a show or like, oh God. What? what? I have a show recommendation. What? I'm very excited about. Um, Ozark on Netflix. No, we already. I already did oh. that one. <laughs> um, I'm gonna Couple recommend. Sorry. Um, sorry, Becca. Actually, happy birthday, of, Becca. Sh- 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 oh, sorry. <laughs> For my recommendation, I'm gonna say happy 20th birthday to my little sister, <laughs> Rebecca. <laughs> I keep stealing your fucking thunder. I'm yeah, sorry. you just, you just. <laughs> I shit on your recommendations every. every week. Every time before we record, Amelie's like, what are you going to recommend? And I just like tell her because I so desperately want her to be my friend. And then she's like, hmm. Okay. Noted. And then like. And then I write it down in my horse journal. Yeah. (laughs) And then like right before uh, I can say the recommend, she spits in my like face and I, it takes me by surprise. So she can say the recommendation first. But here pretty soon you're going to come to expect it. Yeah, I'm gonna get I'm, one of those spit I'm, I'm getting like like a Pavlovian response to it. You start like, drooling. Yeah, whenever I, I say recommendation. Yeah, I like I start like I, like I just feel like ghost spit in my face. <laughs> so, my recommendation is the show I'm Sorry. It's on True TV now. Unfortunately, <gasps> I, sorry, what? I have a re- I have an actual TV show okay. that I thought of. So, um. <clears throat> Sadly, I've only been able to watch the pilot episode because I my cable provider doesn't have it, so I've just been able to watch the pilot episode, but it's fucking hilarious. My brother, uh, Jim, the guy who does the music for our show, recommended it to me, and he said, this chick is basically you. 
Hmm. Which I take as a huge compliment because she's a comedian and I'm not that funny. But, <laughs> dude, it's fucking great. You're Check hilarious. It out. Get out of here. You're Stop so... It. You should go for it. <laughs> <laughs> go for what? Just go for it. Like, you could go all the way. Like, get Botox, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, just just day drink. <laughs> and I'm, like, we're having an intervention. I'm down, dude. <laughs> and you're like, Kat said I should go for it. <laughs> I just go to rehab. Yeah. <laughs> like just go all the way to rehab. Um, my recommendation is Inside the Mind of a Serial Killer. It's on Netflix. It's a series of some lesser known serial killers. And I totally binged watched it and screamed at my sister through the phone to watch it. Is that the British one? No. That's Murder Maps. That's a good one too. Watch it. It's a new, it's a new docu-series. Each series is an episode on one serial killer and it's just really good. It's inside the mind of a serial killer. All of the episodes are super easy to digest. Like they're, um, they're not, they're never like any like dull spots where you're like, Oh, well I guess I'll look at my phone. And then you miss like 34 things that you should, (laughs) that you should have watched. Um, but yeah, it's on Netflix. It's really good. Watch it. Awesome. Cool. Well, thanks for listening. Um, what's your Twitter? I ha- my Twitter is uh, at I have adipose, and you can follow Doing Crimes Twitter at Doing underscore Crime. Uh, you can follow Doing Crimes Instagram at Doing Crime Podcast, and our Facebook group is just Doing Crime, and that's D O I N apostrophe Crime. Yes, and my Twitter is Amelie underscore ten ten. Did I tell you that the captain wrote me back? Oh my god, you guys are like, you guys are We're serious. We're basically besties. You guys are so serious. We're basically people who have spoken to each other via internet twice. Y'all are like boyfriend and girlfriend. No, I'm Don't just say that. That's no. not true. <laughs> no. I, su- I actually suggested that we meet up for beers with like me and my husband. And I totally, I So keep, he could be like the Because third this was wheel? like the last, no, him and Nick. No, I mean like. Like the third to your two. Oh, I'm down. No, yeah. I'm not down. I'm just kidding. I'm fucking. You weird. just get spit roasted by like <laughs> by by Blake and Nick and the captain. Just but like it's fucking. literally your murder. But I'm like out of holes. <laughs> um. No. So anyway, he wrote me back, Ew. and I was so excited. That was so like. I don't know. That was kind of huge. I was pretty excited about it. Hey, True Crime Garage. <clears throat> oh, hi. You probably don't listen. Never. <laughs> no fucking chance. Okay. Um. Anyway, thank you for listening. And tell a friend. Give us a five-star review on iTunes if you can, please. And thanks for doing time with doing crime. Hey, tip your bartender. Bye. Bye. Bye.